When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code POD to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code POD at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code POD. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Today, we have on with us repeat guest Scott Tolchin. Yes, that's my dad. Hi, dad. Hi, Julia. Hi, Brenda. Hi, Scott. We're so excited to have you. We've been talking about just all of the amazing things that you do and how helpful everything, all the knowledge that you have, all of the tangible tips that you have and how impactful I think they're going to be, especially during this time. So thank you for being here, really. Thank you. Yeah, we're so excited. If you haven't heard, Scott was on with us in episode six, and I would really encourage everybody to go check that out because Scott is a life coach and a healing arts practitioner. And in his past episode, he talked to us about his struggle with mental health and how he got to where he is today and what led him to becoming a life coach and a healing arts practitioner. And today, since we're in such a crazy time, Scott is going to teach us. He's actually going to teach us live right here. Um, So this is going to be a little different than usual. He's going to teach us some havening technique and possibly some other resources to help us deal with what's going on. So the topic of today is preventing traumatic encoding of memory and fostering emotional well-being in the midst of this crazy pandemic. And so we really encourage everybody, if you can, to do the do this exercise with us. If you're dealing with any stress or anxiety, it's going to be really, really, really helpful. And he's going to talk to us all about what all of this is and how it helps. And then he's going to walk us through some stuff. So it's going to be really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. We're so excited. So, Daddy, for anybody who hasn't heard your first episode, can you just give us a brief little introduction of you and what you do and then what we're going to be getting into today? Mm-hmm. So, like you said, I'm a life coach and a healing arts practitioner. Healing arts practitioner, meaning that I use alternative therapies. They're called complementary and alternative. They're not licensed. I'm, I'm not a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a social worker. I'm just a, a guy who's been through the school of hard knocks and has... <laughs> done a heck of a lot of trying of various different you know types of psychology and uh, anything I could find and I uh, eventually found this amazing modality called havening techniques which is what I'm going to primarily focus on today I'm certified in havening techniques and in NLP hypnosis strategic intervention coaching so I've done my work I'm always doing work I never stop learning I love it but during this time this is a really really difficult time I wanted to provide people with an easy really easy tool that they can use for themselves and also especially for the people who are on the front lines the first responders the people in healthcare 
that just have to keep going, keep going. The, the thing called havening techniques that we're going to talk about has a bunch of different uses. And in, you know, in some cases, you guys can use them yourselves. So we'll just call that self-havening. And other times it's used for things like phobias and panic attacks and, and, and deep trauma, stuff from childhood, attachment disorders, PTSD, all that kind of stuff. But the basic thing that does the work is the same in all of them. And what that is, is a generation of delta waves through the use of touch. So havening is a psychosensory therapy, meaning that we're altering the psyche through using touch. In this case, the touch that resembles caregiver touch. That's our first sort of, you know, kind of traumatic sort of thing that happens. You know, we're in the room and everything's beautiful in there and cozy and everything's taken care of. And then bam, we're into the sunlight and we're hearing all these sounds and we scream and, you know, the mom is filled with oxytocin and she she has this, you know, need to, to quiet her baby, but, you know, out of love to, you know, you know, like a guy who may not have as much oxytocin may be thinking, ah, I wish the kid would be quiet. And <laughs> but, <laughs> but basically, when she holds the baby, the baby feels a sense of safety. That's why Dr. Rudin, who invented this thing, calls it havening because it provides a safe haven. And that first safe haven, when the mom takes the baby into her arms, the contact points of the baby are the arms, the face, and the hands. And that's the things we use for havening touch. Today, we're not going to do the face because of the coronavirus stuff. And what gets generated in that, in that case is babies are always, are, are always in delta wave, high delta wave states. Adults are not usually in a delta wave state. We're only in a delta wave brain state when we're going to sleep, uh, in slow wave sleep, which is right the, the, the deep sleep before dreaming where all of our connections, all the things that happen throughout the day, our brain are wiring and firing neurons and you know reconfiguring and hooking things together and pruning certain neural connections saying, you know, we don't need this. This doesn't work anymore. It's constantly updating it. So in this case, when we're in the delta wave state, baby's in the delta wave state, but touch also, so we use the touch to induce the delta wave state. The baby's already in delta wave state and is also generating higher waves and amplitude of waves. And through the touching, the baby is generating serotonin, which is the feel-good chemical, and oxytocin, which is the love and bonding chemical. And that's the thing that makes the baby feel good and safe. Dopamine, and then also GABA. And what GABA does is turn off the sympathetic nervous system response. So the fight or flight response, you know, that thing that you feel when you are presented by some sort of danger and you feel like you got to run or you got to fight, the, the chemicals that are being, you know, put out in that state, which are going to be cortisol and adrenaline, are excitatory and all kinds of things happen. Your, your body is basically made ready to go for, you know, because in the in the old ways that we used to live and our biology hasn't caught up to our technology, you need to be able to get out of the way if a tiger is, you know, after you. So the body would, you know, generate these chemicals and it would put you in this mode and your your eyesight would get sharp and your, your, your blood would be able to go to your limbs so you could run and basically you just take off. And then as soon as you take off and you're safe, you're safe in the you know in in the jungle or the way we used to live your system would just go right back into homeostasis and normal and everything's fine and you didn't stay we didn't know about past present future we didn't have that type of brain so it was just like oh it's there it's not there when it's not there there's no all those all those hormones are not being pushed out our heart rate's not being pumped up we're not you know there's no more fight or flight so they just go you know so quickly from fight or flight into normal restorative mode. Problem with us is 
we're in fight or flight mode so much of the time because of all the things that stress us out. We have to get here, we have to get there. You know, this person's not gonna like me, that person is gonna like me, I'm gonna lose my job, I'm not gonna lose my job, blah, 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 blah. All this stuff, and we just go and go and go, and we're running our bodies ragged like this. And it's wearing us down emotionally, and it's wearing our immune system down. When you have a lot of cortisol going through your body, it creates an inflammatory response. Havening helps actually with a lot of physical ailments because once you sort of slow down and start to be able to have more restorative states and, and meditation helps with that too, your body goes back into homeostasis. And so the problem right now is we're really in the thick of it. We're really feeling threatened. Right. right. And because well, it's also like people have all their normal things that they're worried about. And then this on top of it. Yeah. And then most and then for me, like the first responders, the frontline workers, the medical workers, especially. I mean, mm -hmm. I believe me, I have a tremendous amount of respect for anybody out there who's doing work for us. The garbage people, ev everybody. It's like people are complaining. Oh, I want to get out of my house. But these poor guys are like they're stepping up. They're doing what they have to do. And that's mm -hmm. and we're able to, you know, live. You know, I mean, come on. It's not like we're stripped of our home and we're completely out exposed to the elements and you know so we still do have a certain amount of relative comfort so my you know my thing is i really want to help those people and the same technique that i'm going to show you that that i would suggest healthcare workers use is useful to, to us so the touch is, is the same the types of words that you say can be the same when we're using it where i'm using it one-on-one -on -one with someone and now i'm doing everything pretty much through skype facetime any other kind of we're using zoom right now i use zoom when we're doing that it's it, it works just as well because the person's applying the havening touch. It doesn't have to be applied by the practitioner. It can be, which is also really nice because human connection is, is something that, that we're sort of, you know, starved of a little bit in the society as well. Like, you know, giving hugs, you know, when you guys give a hug, give somebody a hug, like, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not, you know, in the people in your house or wherever you are, you know, like, do <laughs> I have to say, like, right? Like, don't, don't drink the Drano, okay? Within the context of, you know, <laughs> Of, of of where you are and proper behavior and social distancing. When you give someone a hug, really close your eyes and give them a hug. Stay there for like I eight miss seconds. Hugs. Yeah. I really do, I have to say. They totally calm you down. We are a species yeah. wired for connection. And that's why so many people are having so much time with this. So havening helps to calm anxiety and stress by shutting down the fight or flight response. And it also helps prevent experiences from being encoded as traumatic memories. So there are four components required for an event to be encoded as a traumatic memory. And we refer to those components using the acronym EMILY, except it's E-M-L-I. So E is for event, M is for meaning, L is for landscape, and I, not a Y, but an I, is for the perception of inescapability. So in order to encode a memory as traumatic, as, oppo as, as opposed to just a regular memory that fades, a traumatic memory which stays it stays it's a, it's like hot wired into your body so when something else ha happens and that's similar to it your body jumps into fight or flight response because you don't have time to figure out if this is dangerous or not that could be a snake or it could be a stick right then you don't have time to think is this a snake or a stick just jump mm -hmm. and then just milliseconds later there's the, the there's other there's a second pathway that that brings in the cognitive component and lets you evaluate that but mm -hmm you know, it, it's a matter of timing. So in this case, in, in the case of uh, the coronavirus, and I'm going to talk, I'll, I'm going to use the example of the first responder, because this is creating a chronic inescapable stress for them. So what happens is you have the event, which is whatever they're working on at the moment, whatever, 
you know, patients in front of them, the meaning and the, the meaning that they attribute to this could be, you know, if I don't, if I don't save this person, they're going to die. Or it could be, you know, hey, that, that doctor over there is, isn't, is not using the proper procedures and that patient can now infect everybody. And now, and now, you know, it's another, another, uh, another meaning. Everybody has their own things for meanings. You know, for, for a single person, maybe their biggest meaning is, is worrying about their own health. For another doctor who has a family, their meaning is not maybe not wanting to go home and perhaps infect their family. So mm-hmm. it's a different meaning for every, everything. So that's the M, the, 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 the meaning. So there was the event, there's the meaning, the landscape, which is the kind of neurological and biochemical makeup of your brain at any point in time. And that's always something that's, that's flowing. And you could be, be, be building resilience or you could be tearing it down. If you're in a, living in an environment where you're scared a lot or if you've had a lot of childhood trauma, you might have such a resilient landscape. So that means that you're more easily prone to traumatization. And then I, which is the, the biggest, biggest thing, and in this case, the perception of inescapability. And we all have this perception, I believe, I can't, well, I can't speak for everybody, right? But we all do have a, we're in inescapability. We're, we're stuck in our homes for the most part. Or the inescapability of those who are out working. You know, they're next to somebody. You know, whatever, whatever those four criteria are met. You know, an event with a lot of meaning. Meaning usually means that you're attached to it. You know, your your yeah. life, your reputation, the landscape of your brain, and the perception of inescapability. I mean, that all really makes sense. And just to kind of re, just give like a quick recap. Like obviously, this you know, havening and and the way we deal, our brain deals with things is complex and in. Scott's last episode, he really dives in much deeper into all this. So if if this feels like a lot to take in, go and listen to that episode too, if you want a better understanding of all this. And I know that we're going to get into some technique and havening using it. Of course, you know, its its main design is to disassociate these traumatic memories from the feeling so that we can live happier and freer life. But also, they can be used in the moment of either if you're having a panic attack or an anxiety attack or just feeling a little extra anxious. It doesn't always have to be about erasing a memory. Like, it can also just be used present time. Like, I know the other day that I got really, really anxious about something. So instead of letting my anxiety run wild and go on, I said no. I have a tool that I know to help this so I sat down and I did the touch and that's what Scott's going to teach us next but I just wanted to really make that clear that that anybody can use this and in any situation and now with how, with everything going on obviously there's different levels of trauma but something as simple as watching the news can be traumatic for somebody at this time absolutely so, it doesn't just, you know, if you're if you're a first responder, of course, this is helpful and, and very important for them. But also, you know, if we're feeling that we're going through trauma too, that's also okay because it can be as simple as being stuck in the house or watching the news or hearing, you know, a loved one being sick or passing. So totally. I think this is it's it's very helpful for everybody during this time. Mm-hmm. And I think a big thing that that Scott just mentioned with the inescapability, a big part of our brains likes and craves certainty even if it's not an answer that we're looking for even if it's the the wrong answer in our minds or whatever it is so i think it's so relatable to everyone that we don't have we might be getting some end dates but we don't really know what that's going to look like and or when we're going to see people or really what's what's going to happen and i think that we depend a lot on kind of knowing what comes next so i think it'll definitely lessen those anxieties to have this tool at our disposal yeah and and what we're doing today is not 
Uh, what I want to show you today is not necessarily for trauma. I was talk, you know, I was talking about traumatic encoded memories, highly emotional memories, you know, with that meet these components. But we're not, in, you know, a, like the last time I was on, I was talking about how we can actually erase the emotional component of a traumatic memory. And basically, when the next per time that person brings this memory up, it doesn't you know, trigger all the, the emotion and the physiological response. It's basically, you know, it's basically disconnected, which is amazing and freeing. But in this case, we want to use havening to calm ourselves down. And just like you said, Julia, if you are watching the news, I suggest you haven. It's really simple. You, all you have to do is, is the, the touch that I'll, I'll run you through. through. And um, anytime, you know, husbands and wives, if they're having an argument, people listening, listening in close quarters, there's a, an uptick in domestic violence. If one of them does havening while the other person is talking to them, it's going to help because mirror neurons in the other person. Mm -hmm. First of all, the person who's, who's you know, having the, that's doing the havening touch on themselves is calming themselves and doing what I told you before about generating delta waves of the neurochemicals the person that's watching them actually their brain starts to generate delta waves because of mirror neurons so they actually calm down a bit too um if both of them do it it's going to be a real easy conversation it does you know a fight doesn't have to be or a disagreement doesn't have to be a fight it can just be a discussion and havening allows you to do that so anytime you feel any kind of distress upset sadness fear this kind of stuff and you want to sort of lower that down some just do this touch and in this case what we're going to use are the the words safe peaceful hopeful and calm so this is what i would like for you know first responders at the end of their day you know find a, a place where they can you know just have some alone time for a few minutes doesn't doesn't have to take a long time and basically, you know, hopefully they've washed their hands and they're, and they're able to go ahead and haven, you know, they're going to touch their arms and they're going to touch their hands. They do the touch and let them bring up the day, the parts of the day that they found most distressing. Mm -hmm. and, and not great, you know, to go crazy, just bring them all up there. Because what happens is these things called amparoceptors are popped up and it's basically like, glutamates flying through the brain and it's going like hey this is the stuff that's exciting me this is these so it's all it's also like it's kind of like the grass that pops up and now you want to cut it down so in just doing that and then just doing this touch and saying those words there is going to be a first they are going to calm down they are going to feel better and there's going to be less of a chance that it will get encoded as trauma it may just be encoded as a you know a really crappy day or you know what i mean or maybe even a great day, considering you know the lives that they that they've saved. Mm -hmm. uh, I worked with someone recently, and and she's going and going, and there's no time, so she can't. Like I wouldn't use havening right now to try to get rid of the trauma of this thing because that's going to have a massive emotional release, and mm -hmm. it it she might not be able to get. She needs to be able to be on her game. So in this case. I showed her, how, you know, how to use the touch, and I and I sort of guided her through some things, and I and I asked her to think of like three things that happened today that were really that I said that you know what you might not have even really noticed it, but you might have felt it, like maybe just the tips of your cheeks went up just a little bit, maybe it was 
the way somebody was holding somebody. Or maybe it was that that piece of equipment you needed was right there. Or maybe you looked out the window and you saw the sun. Find three things. And we found three things. And doing Havening Touch, and I'm helping her bring those things to mind, creates a sense of gratitude. She was able to feel, instead of run down, she was feeling energized and she was feeling, you know, like I'm doing something really meaningful here and you know what, I can go on. Mm -hmm. But if I'd worked with her to sort of de-traumatize it at that point, you know, her, it's what an energetic release that would be. She'd probably be too tired to go to work the next day, you know. So here we're using it for resilience, for them, for the doctors to, to you know, hopefully prevent traumatic encoding, for us as uh, adult pacifiers. So I want to try to explain how you do this. So this is the first time actually I'm doing, you know, explaining this without video. Yeah. But also, are there videos people can watch if they want to, Deb? Yeah, there's there's a lot of videos on the web. I I may try to make some and put some on my website this week. I mean, I've, I've had some, but it's actually, there's one I have out there that, that I used recently, which is a very, which is a long one. It's about it's about 20 some odd minutes, but, but the person doesn't have to go through the whole thing. It really is just a calming and guided journey. So it's a very pleasant trip. You know, I'm incorporating some, like some hypnotic language and some imagery and the havening touch, which is really, really fun and nice. And if somebody thinks it's too long, they, they, you don't have to wait to the end. You can just go off. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll also, but the one that I want to show you now is very quick. And, and like you said, Julia, before, you could just use the touch, you know? Mm -hmm. So the way the touch is done is you take your right hand and you put it on your left shoulder. Maybe one of you guys, one of you guys close your eyes and we'll see how we look here. Because I want to see if I get this, if I see you doing the right thing, then at least I know what I'm saying is ringing true. Yeah. So, because we could see each other right now. Because, all right. So right hand on top of the left shoulder, left hand on top of the right shoulder. And you just bring your arms, your, your, your hands down to your elbows. So you just down the outside of your arms to your elbows. So it's from the shoulders down to the elbows. And then back up and repeat. Yeah, but you're not, you're not doing the up, right? You're lifting your hands slightly off. So it's back always a downward shoulders. movement, downward movement from the shoulders to the elbows. Okay, so that is, it's arm havening. It looks silly, it seems silly, but you're gonna be surprised. I already feel relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see Brenda. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the hand havening, which in is just, you know, put your palms together and your fingertips together and then just make circles. Make circles. You can put like a meat. Were, yeah, like if you were to I was just gonna say, like if you were to roll a meatball but a little slower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And find, and, and there's no right or wrong. Everybody finds whatever the, the, the speed and the texture is right for you. Um, I find that when I'm upset and I do havening, my, my, I do it, my hands are moving very quickly. And then as I get calm, things slow down. There's another one for the face, but we're not gonna do that today because, mm -hmm. you know, we'll just keep away from the face. Okay, so the practice is now real simple. We're just going to and this is, you know, you find, again, for the doctors, find a safe space, you know, where you can do this and you won't be disturbed. You're going to close your eyes. You're going to just try to breathe normally, you know, not shallow breathing, not holding your face tight. Just breathe. And then just doing this touch. So why don't you just continue doing, your, doing that touch and close your eyes. And uh, you can take a breath if you want to start in through the nose and out through the mouth. And we're starting on the arms. Yes, but you don't have to. You can start on the hands. That's what's so great because it's hard to make a mistake. So as you're doing this now, 
I'm going to say, and you can say, safe, safe, peaceful, peaceful, calm, 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 hopeful, hopeful, safe, safe, peaceful, peaceful, hopeful, hopeful, calm, calm, safe, safe, peaceful. Peaceful, hopeful, hopeful, calm, calm, calm. Are you feeling a little more relaxed? Mm-hmm. I forgot we were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, do you see how quickly that creates an event? Now, I've had panic wow. attack pa- people with panic attacks that I've gotten them done in thirty seconds or eighteen seconds. Mm-hmm. Gone from palpitations and flipping out and screaming. Mm-hmm. Within thirty to eighteen, you know, eighteen to thirty seconds. I mean, that's the the quicker ones. But so again, this is such an important tool for everybody to use. And another thing you could do with the touch is if you want to, you know, set up your day. If you want to make a nice intent intention for your day, you can, you know, use havening to to set to set an intention. You know, and you're doing the havening touch. Your eyes are closed. You're breathing normally, and you're saying, "I'm really looking forward." to to this day um you know I, I will handle this day with grace you know whatever works for you um right so the words can be anything it doesn't have to be the ones we just used it could be anything that mm-hmm. makes you feel good or you know whatever changes your state yes but the safe peaceful hopeful calm is really you know geared towards the people that are in a, a more chronic state mm-hmm. like, like oh, these are really good words to use at the yeah. same time, words have different meaning for people. Somebody, you know, might not like the word, you know, any one of those words. So yeah. whatever it is for you, but if, you know, a lot of times people don't know what to say at first. So I just mm-hmm. say, start with safe, peaceful, mm-hmm. hopeful, hopeful, right? And calm. So mm-hmm. it's not just about what we're doing now. It's also creating a sense of hope. And that could be applied to any situation, whether you're a first responder or you've heard something on the news or you get bad news or you're just stressed mm-hmm. about your day. Whatever it is, those words can be applicable to so many people in so many situations, I think you know, my opinion to everybody right now. Exactly. And and I really did, I really, I know that your audience is primarily, you know, I, I guess the demographic is, is people in their 20s. And a lot of them may not be, you know, working on the front lines. This is going to help for everybody. Just using these comforting words and positive words. Those are the, that that's basically the rule. Throw hopeful in there. Hopeful is always good. Yeah. yeah. And I, And I definitely want to encourage people that are listening. I know that maybe listening to this can feel like, huh, how how could that work? Or if you're not actually actively doing it and just listening to us repeat these words and you're not seeing our faces, you're not in our bodies, you're not feeling our emotions. But I can definitely tell you from someone that didn't know this technique or didn't know the power behind all of this. And it was just, I think, we're naturally, we kind of keep our guard up and are scared to try something new. So I just want to encourage you coming, not just because this is Julia's dad, not just because to make an episode out of it, but this really is a powerful technique. And I myself, you know, was feeling some emotions before this. And although I am anything but a frontliner at this time, um, those words do make me feel grounded and do kind of bring me back down to, I, I, and I wasn't kidding. I really did forget we were podcasting. So yeah, they, they really can help. So I encourage you to, if you have the energy to, to just shift it over to, to giving this a shot because it really makes such a difference. Yeah. yeah it sounds silly. It looks silly. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen anything before 
that could calm anybody down so quickly, you know, a crying baby that's throwing a fit, you don't say anything to them, you just do it on their on their arms. And yeah. like within seconds, they're they're yawning, you know, they're chilled, everything's <laughs> fine. It, it's signaling, it's, you are cre- creating the biochemical and, bio- and electrochemical state of calm and safety. Yeah, and I have to say, Scott, especially since you mentioned the whole hugging thing before, like, because this is such a time where, like, physical touch with other people is really complicated or totally inaccessible, it's re- it is really, like, an extra layer of comfort to feel that, like, physical touch. Um, it, it really is has, like, a different layer of, of calm, I think. Yeah, you're actually connecting to yourself. Yeah. And, th- yeah. and that is something that's really important. Mm-hmm. It, it, you're, it's like you're taking time to be, you know, when they talk about mindfulness and presence, it's like there's so much that's going on behind the scenes here. It's incredible, even though it's, it sounds so simple. Yeah. And I just want to recap quickly just the exercise that we just went through. You can do it to yourself or you can have someone that is, you know, safe right now do it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are saying the words as you're doing the touch it's the mm-hmm. two together, and you can move from the arms to the hands at whatever pace feels comfortable and back and forth. And you can do this for as long or as little as you need, right? There's no time frame for how long you have to do this for it to work, right? Yes. When you feel, and for someone that's in a triggered state, when you feel those that triggered state, we begin to, to either get very, very dim, you know, where it's I'm not really feeling that way anymore or completely calm, you stop. Yeah. And also to be patient with it because like at three touches, it might not start, you know, it might start to work or it might not. And like, just to be patient, like if in the first 30 seconds, you're not feeling the a huge shift to keep with it because it will very quickly start to work on you. Because I know sometimes like Chris will get worked up and he'll start to do it and then he'll want to stop after like 10 seconds of doing it. And I'm like, no, you have to, you have to do it for... Because he's in a heightened state. So, he, you know, when we're in that heightened state, we immediately we're in that fight or flight. So sometimes it's hard to tell ourselves to stop and do the technique that you know how to do. And sometimes mm-hmm. I have to encourage him to stop, do it for a full minute, do it for two minutes. And then when he does, it's like, ah, oh, okay, <laughs> like it works. Yeah. And I think that the more that you probably incorporate it too, I think that association with like, okay, this is going to help me calm down and feel more grounded. I think that the more that it's incorporated, the more... Not not only likely you are to continue to do it, but the more, I don't want to say the faster that it would work, but maybe like the more you're able to kind of ground yourself in that moment, knowing that it will pass. Because I think when you're in a really heightened state, it's like hard to see that although you might logically in your mind somehow know it will pass, it's hard to believe it in that moment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and even me, I used to, I always used to say I'm a terrible safe self havener. I've said that so many mm-hmm. times and I'm actually not. It's just that I would do the same thing. I'd be like, you know, safe, peaceful, calm, safe, peaceful, calm, safe, fuck it, you know, (laughs) and you know, like, really, like, I didn't give myself a chance. And what happens is what I do now is since I find for some reason, and a lot of people do find this for some reason, they don't sometimes like to do it on their own, especially if they have like, they're working on issues and things. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe they associate it with, you know, work. And as opposed to really like enjoyment, this is sort of like a little bit of a meditation. And um, so what I do is I'll get on like Zoom and I'll call somebody I know and I'll say, hey, I need to haven. I'm really worked up. And the person will be like, okay. You know, like we already know we've done this before, right? And, and mm-hmm. I mean, I have friends in 
in England. And I'll call, I'll call them up and we'll, it'll be like, okay, I just need, you know, a couple of minutes. And then I just sit there and I do my hearing and the person's doing nothing. They're just watching. Wow. And then I'll do it. Yeah. That's a really cool, honestly, like accountability tool. And honest, what I find really, really powerful about that was I'm a big talker. Like I'm like, when I feel an emotion, I tell Julia all the time, I'm like, okay, I'm just telling you this because I feel like if I tell you, I'm going <laughs> to release it and then I won't think about it again. Like that's my form of releasing. But something about what we just did, like brought all of my five trillion thoughts that I had in my head to just a few words. And I think that for people who mm. constantly overthink, it's a really powerful tool to just focus on the four words that are going to bring you peace and that make you feel safe and all that stuff like that. That was really powerful for me because I don't know, I think when, when there's so many different things going on in your mind to just kind of shift your focus to less, it, I, I think it's, it's so helpful. Yeah, well said. Yeah, and that was just a few seconds of it. Like imagine doing it for, you know, a couple minutes and really giving mm -hmm. yourself that time to do it. And also yeah. like you, like you said before, Dad, like you don't have to, you don't have to, you, you're not only allowed to use this if you're feeling, you know, stressed or anxious. Like even at, like you said, at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, it just helps with, even if things are subconsciously making us stressed or anxious, mm -hmm. but we're not consciously consciously processing them because of whatever reason we have to go 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 or whatever it is it's still this work will still do its job exactly on a subconscious level that's what's so cool and you know because you don't have to know the reason why you don't have to figure mm -hmm. it out all you have mm -hmm. to do is is do it sometimes yeah. you know people like to work content free working on something specific and they don't want to tell me what that thing was it's too painful for them but we there's a way to do it content free and there's a way and like we're doing it here over zoom i mean this is like the most accessible thing that i've ever found that does so much in such mm -hmm. a quick time and yeah. right now i think everybody needs it and again you know when you when you put your arms on your shoulders give yourself a squeeze you're tugging yourself you know, yeah. and you know, and if you if someone's hating you, or if you're hating somebody, doing a touch on them, just put some loving intent mm -hmm. behind it. It makes a difference. It does. I really love that because I think something that people struggle with with like meditation and stuff is that they feel guilt for their mind trailing off, or mm -hmm. for you know, or even have like struggle with sitting in stillness. So I think that this this is so powerful because it gives you something to do physically that's not only helpful but it's comforting and then it also gives you some words to to focus on so that you kind of have a place where your mind can go without feeling any guilt and it also serves that dual purpose of calming you down mm -hmm. yeah it's sort of like a mantra isn't it in meditation people that that mm -hmm. that use mantra but like the way you said before you're you're distilling a certain a bunch of feelings down into into basically these four words or mm -hmm. four other words or three other words and your body knows, your subconscious knows where it's all hooked up and what parts of your body are tight. And, you know, mm -hmm. and that's what, why also it's used for, like, we use it for chronic inflammation and chronic pain, mm -hmm. you know, because if, if someone's been checked out by a doctor and, there's, and the doctor says, there's nothing we can do for you, you know, there is no, you know, I mean, fibromyalgia, things like, like chronic fatigue, so many, so many symptoms where doctors can help. This helps a lot. A lot of times, I mean, I've had, I've, seen i have seen some amazing things i've had a client come in you know all completely like disfigured from so much pain and then you know walk out an hour later like literally skipping i have one literally skipped out the ball <laughs> yeah um, it's, crazy. it's crazy so i mean it's crazy it's 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 amazing it's just yeah, amazing yeah, it is it's like all about choosing that stillness even amongst the chaos it's, it's crazy
in yeah. a good way. And, and even if you're in a situation in which you can't get, like, let's say you're in a very high stress situation and you can't get away, you can't go somewhere and be by yourself and you don't feel comfortable doing the full touch in front of a group of people, like, sometimes I'll just do the hands, just the mm-hmm. rolling the meatball. And, like, of course, you know, if you're doing the whole thing with the words and the full touch, it helps more. But even if, like, just if you need to calm yourself down just a little bit in a situation, mm-hmm. just doing the hands, it, it helps. Yep. You'll be surprised. There's a lot of stuff like this that you, that we do self-soothing. People will put their hands on their lips, on the top, you know, right on the, above their lips. People mm-hmm. will rub their legs. People, you know, we're, we're constantly self-soothing. We just don't realize. The reason that I'm saying these particular areas is because Dr. Ronald Rudin figured out that these generate the highest amount of delta waves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's so cool that he found and that you choose to share a really, really productive and effective form of self-soothing because I think often people may turn to things that aren't as productive and are more, you know, destructive and detrimental to their health and their lives and their emotions, whereas this is such a, what might sound different and and maybe at first strange to someone, but something that it has really been proven and shown by so many people that you've seen and that you've experienced um, that has changed. And I remember from your episode last time with us that it was just so powerful to me to hear your entire story, you know, the bits and pieces you were able to share with us then and to hear that this is what worked. And that's something that really drove me to be like, all right, you gotta, (laughs) you gotta be consistent with this. And honestly, I I personally, like I haven't used this tool as often that I, as I feel like I should, but just this conversation today and just the words and everything that you've shared have really, honestly, truly inspired me to, to use it more because it's, it's there and it's, you know, you don't have to leave your house. You don't have to do anything, but, but do it. Yeah. You can just haven on the fact that you're grateful that you have a home. Even on the yeah. fact that you're grateful that you have someone who loves you or, you know, whatever. It's the, the touch is, is the magic that creates this electroceutical like a pharmaceutical. I like to say it's faster than Xanax with no side effects. I used to <laughs> pop, pop Xanax all the time. No, this works faster and no side effects. Xanax is terribly addictive. Getting mm-hmm. off is horrible. And this is what does it. So that's super helpful, and we'll put some links in the show notes, and at the end, uh, Scott's going to let us know where we can find him and some videos and how to get in touch with him if you want to go further into this or work with a havening practitioner. I know my dad, he does sessions over Zoom or over Skype, and if you're looking for something deeper than just this, which, you know, everybody should use this, and but if you want to go further and look for something deep, we don't need to wait until this pandemic is over. You can, you can access havening practitioners like my dad via via zoom and so at the end he'll give us all of all of where we can find him and how to get in touch with him but i know dad you want to walk us through also another technique which is breath work yeah breath work's also really great it's something that's always with us again you know there's a built-in system if you start doing shallow breathing you're gonna start feeling it your heart rate's gonna go up you're gonna you're gonna start feeling cortisol and adrenaline pumping through your body it's gonna mm-hmm. be uncomfortable so you know everybody says take a breath well, actually, you know, let's do a couple of breaths. So there's, there's just, there's so many different breath exercises and some of them are just so amazing, like for going on spiritual journeys and all kinds of things, but just one calming breath and one energizing breath. So the calming breath, first of all, when we breathe, it's best to be, you know, seated up. It's best to have your, your spine, come, you know, it's kind of straight comfortably. You could be seated in cross-legged position. You could be on your feet on the floor. You could be in a chair. 
you know, laying down, you might, it's, you know, it'll, maybe it'll work, but it's sort of like your body kind of goes into, oh, this is comfortable. I want to go to sleep. So all we're going to do is, and when, and when we breathe, we're going to be breathing in through our nose. And on this first one, we're going to be breathing in through our nose for five seconds, hold for two seconds, breathe out through your nose for five seconds hold for two seconds and then continue. So it's five, two, five, two. And when you breathe, try to take the breath into your, into your belly. Like in, it's a diaphragmatic breathing. It's not, it's not so much from the chest. So you just sort of just, you sort of just pull it deeper. Your body kind of will, will get to know how to do it just by keeping that intention. Mm-hmm. So let's just do like, I don't know, a minute of this. So I'll just, I'll start doing it and you guys can follow along. So I'm going, let's do four. Four, two, four, two. Okay. So we'll be breathing in through the nose for four, holding for two seconds, out through the nose for, for four, holding for two seconds, and continuing. And our eyes are closed. Okay. So we're breathing in for four through the nose. Ready? Go. Hold. Breathe out through your nose. Four seconds. Hold. Breathe in through your nose. Hold. Breathe out through your nose. Hold. In for four. Hold. Out for four. Hold, in for four, hold, out for four, four. hold, in for four, four, hold, out for four, And then just relax. So, how did you find that? I feel so calm. (laughs) Me too. I feel like whenever I've thought of, um, well, I'm like so distracted now. Whenever I've thought of breath work, it's been like the kind of what you mentioned before, the the faster one that is like a different kind of energizing and like Mm -hmm. almost makes you feel a little like lightheaded sort of. Mm -hmm. Um, But this one was very, very calming. Yeah. And it's just it's just so simple. Right. Four two, so simple. four two. You don't have to memorize some crazy yep. thing. Just mm-hmm. you know, five two or four two or whatever. And it's just like I, I totally feel super calm. Yeah, and I think also just instilling the belief that like I'm going to choose to try this and I'm gonna to choose to try something new because I just think about the people so similar to how I was not that long ago where they're like mm, know if that's gonna work or really is breathing that helpful or just like feeling like everything is so silly and I I promise you if if you give it a try and are patient with yourself and patient with the process it it really can work to help calm you and I think over time the more that you incorporate it the more naturally it'll it'll feel normal to you yeah so one more which is a bit of an energizing breath so in this breath you're breathing in through your nose for two seconds then into your belly right through your nose into your belly, then through your nose into your chest. 
So the whole breath is sort of moving up from the belly into the chest for two seconds each, right? Two in the belly, two in the chest, and then, you know, and letting it out through your mouth. And this is actually energizing. Um, it's, it's sort of like calming and energizing at the same time. So, ready? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Again, you know, keep your face and, every, and you know, everything kind of loose. And we're going to just breathe in through our nose into our tummy for two seconds. Two. And then another breathing into your chest. One, two. And then out. The mouth, right. Let's try again. So in, in, out. <sighs> so into the stomach, one, two, into the chest, one, two, out the mouth. Into the tummy, into the chest. Out through the mouth. In through the stomach, nose to the stomach. And then in through the nose to the chest. And out through the mouth. In through the tummy. Into the chest. Out through the mouth. What, do you feel a little bit of energy? Yeah, definitely different than the other. Right? Sometimes I'm like, am I running out of breath? <laughs> I mean, but it's just amazing. Like we just we did two different breathing exercises, both for a very short amount of time, and they mm. are they feel completely different. Yep. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I actually from that I feel lighter. I feel like I have more energy. So it's like yeah, I feel light. you know if you, if you get up and you have to go to work and you're kind of mm. like dragging, you know, yeah. do that. Or even if you're in the middle of the day and you're feeling kind of like you know, you're not really feeling triggered. You're just feeling kind of, this is, I'm like, bored. Yeah, yeah I think I think that one really felt like a, like while the first exercise felt more calming and, and grounding, this felt a lot more like a release. I feel like I, I can go the... like do stuff now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. isn't that amazing? It's I mean, amazing. probably did it for Intriguing. Yeah, I mean, I'm embarrassed that everyone's going to know how bad my allergies are now. <laughs> I was my... about to say, are you stuffy? <laughs> from my snoring, but it <laughs> helps. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> I'll just have to deal with that on my own. But, I mean, it's really amazing. And I just think that, like, it can feel so difficult to give ourselves the few minutes that it takes to really improve our well-being. Mm-hmm. And that can be really difficult, but it is so worth it. Pushing through that, like, 30 seconds of deciding to give yourself the time to either haven or do breathing work can make such such a huge difference Mm -hmm. and so often we neglect our own well-being because it's it feels difficult to give ourselves that time yeah Yeah. and and julie and i have definitely been talking about how like not being a frontliner or not being a first responder can kind of make you feel a little invalidated and like oh man i I shouldn't need this time for myself because i'm not seeing this crazy stuff i'm not dealing with it firsthand you know i'm grateful for all these things and while that you know all the things that you're grateful for and are are real are are true and, and still present 
um, I think anybody, like we all deserve that time and the calmness because it really impacts how we carry ourselves throughout the day and really how we respond to everyone in our lives. So I think it's going to be helpful for anyone that listens. And I'm so grateful to you for taking the time to do this because I think that the more knowledge that we have and the more alternatives and more tools that we have, the more that people are kind of inspired to want to try something that's worked for someone else. Yeah. And, and remember, the more that we take care of ourselves, I'm not talking about selfish. I'm talking about loving ourselves, showing ourselves loving kindness, taking a couple of minutes for this, mm-hmm. the more that you have to give to others. Absolutely. And then you really do help others because then it's not worrying about, oh, you're not worried about how you feel and how you look. And, you know, all of a sudden your, your, your thoughts go to others because we're kind of naturally really wired that way. You see how people are coming together. If you look at the majority of what's going on out there, people are coming together and it's our nature. And um, if we just give ourselves some moments to calm down, and, and and this really is a great time in certain aspects. Don't get me wrong, uh, but it is a very good time for people to 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 go inward. So the the things I wanted to mention today were 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 havening meditation and and yoga. All can be used to go deeper and to connect with yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you know it just takes you out of the the crazy world and puts you into peace you know absolutely i love that yeah thanks so much dad and i mean these are three things that we can all do and now now you know how to do them so i hope yeah. everyone incorporates them no matter if you're on the front line or if you're at home they they're really super helpful we're not just saying that no and, and daddy did you ha- i know you wanted to talk about some other resources if people were interested such as modern ohm mm-hmm. um yeah so uh, you know again lacking connection uh you know with other people is you know people are, are feeling that what you know a lot of people have translated trans has transferred their businesses to online platforms now here in miami this this uh place called modern ohm or this community of modern ohm is absolutely amazing because you know i joined it i knew nobody down here and by joining it i started going to meditations and yoga and stuff like that and you know it created uh like instant group of friends instant tribe you know and you know i was like what's gonna happen now you know when when the business when you know when he had to close because i mean so what happened is he put it online so every day at 10 a.m there's zoom and usually it, it depends on what they're running usually they run they run it as a webinar where you're just watching the person that's speaking and doing whatever meditation or exercise or activation method that they're putting you through. And what's great about it is you could learn, you could try so many different types of meditation and see what's right for you and throw out the rest. You know, it's it's like, and, and then there's also this sort of connection when, when you're doing it with other people, even though you're not necessarily seeing them, somehow you feel it. It's just, I don't know how to explain that. I haven't tried to look into the science of it, but energetically, I mean, you know, if you look at quantum physics and stuff like that, you can get into this whole thing. And I can, you know, I'm really a little bit more of a sciencey guy, but um, it's it's a tremendous resource. So they do that, and then they replay it at six. So the first time you go, it's free, and I don't know what the what the rest of the cost is. Cost is, but like normally, this is this is called a cushion crawl because what we would do is we would go with our cushions to different places in the Miami area and beautiful, like beautiful hotels, beautiful spaces, just with, you know, all wonderful teachers. Every teacher is different. And, you know, it would be 11 days. We're now on day, I don't know, I think today is 30, 30, 
six or day 37. And they have not charged extra for it. So you'll find that at modern, M-O-D-E-R-N, OM, O-M, dot C-O. It's not dot com, it's dot C-O. So modern OM dot C-O. You'll, you'll discover so much there, sound healings. Me and Caitlin, Julia's sister, and my wife Heidi, I, you know, I threw out some, some, some mats on the living room floor, and, and they did a sound healing, and, my, and Caitlin loved Caitlin it. Caitlin did a sound yep. healing? Yep. The guy yeah. was playing into Rigidu and all yeah. kinds of, you know, and it was, you know, we would, it, was, it was great. Yeah. So there's so many things. There's just so, and then they also have yoga. Um, and cool. it's just an amazing community. Amazing. They, they, they look into plant medicine. They, they, it's like, if it's out there, they're, they're giving it a shot. Um, what a cool resource. That's yeah. awesome. And then for Havening, havening.org, H-A-V-E-N-I-N-G.org is where you'll find, that's the main website where you'll find practitioner lists. And of course I'm in there, videos demonstrating the stuff, papers, and then, of course, if you want to get in touch with me, it's superfyyourlife.com. So S-U-P-E-R-F-Y-Y-O-U-R-L-I-F-E.com. And um, yeah, I'll put, up, uh, I'll put up those two videos that I talked about. One, you know, which will be the quick one. And the other one is like I did a guided journey through it. And it's, it's good stuff. Awesome. Yeah, no, and, and that and that was really my, my question for you was if people wanted to conduct in um I was supposed to say conduct interviews with you. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> if people want to do sessions over Skype, that that's something that you're doing at this time? Yes, sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I know people are people are hurting, so you know, hopefully they will be honest with me. I work on sliding scale. Um, you know, we'll do whatever, you know, we can to help them. I really feel like Everybody needs it. It really, it's like, it's, I went through hell. And Mm. that, this is like my mission to help other people not go through hell and to, you know, um, so yeah, I don't know. That's that's incredible. No, (laughs) No, really, that's, that's, that's incredible. And I, myself, just so everybody can, can hear and hold me accountable. I love that Scott said that he, you know, when he needs to haven and, and he doesn't feel like he'll do it on his own, that he calls someone to do it. So I will definitely be doing that. Um, and I will absolutely report back on how it impacts me. So hopefully you guys will join me on that on that havening journey. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And uh, if you do want to get in touch with Scott, his email and his contact info is all on superfirelife.com. I will link all of the resources that he just mentioned, as well as the videos in the show notes. So that's easily accessible for everybody. And, you know, today we we scratched the surface. We did, this is like super, super basic. This way everybody can use it and you can do it on your own. But if you feel like you need to dive deeper, please like, there is no shame in, in needing help. So please reach out. Uh, there's, there's incredible resources and incredible people that are, that are wanting to help. Absolutely. Absolutely. So daddy, thank you so much for sharing thank this you. with us. Thank you. It's and been great really, spending some time with you. I really urge everyone to listen back. If you need a reminder on how to do these things and just, just give it a try and, and we'll link the videos and also go and listen to Scott's last episode. If you want to hear a little bit more about his, him personally, and a little more even about what we talked about today. So thanks dad. Thank Thank you. you ladies. Great to see you. So great to see you. Bye everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. 
our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Friday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.